Welcome into a new episode, everybody. Thank you so much for being here today. I hope you are having a great day. In today's episode, I am very, very excited to dive into. Um, I kind of took a step back and was thinking, what did I want to do for tomorrow's episode, meaning today's episode? And I kind of came to the topic of reading and understanding history. Now, I don't believe I've ever done an episode about uh, history or anything related to history, but I thought today was a day. Um, I'm fascinated by history, as I'm sure a lot of people are, or are, a lot of people are fascinated by history in general. And I thought, you know what, let's do an episode about it. I'm currently reading a book about history, and I kind of just want to talk about kind of what I've read a little bit and kind of what I've learned about history over the years, because I've always loved history, I've always had a fascination for it, and there's always stuff to learn from the past. Uh, so without further ado, let's jump right into the episode. Okay, so I wanted to start off this segment talking about a little bit about the book I'm reading. So the book I'm currently reading, and before I even dive into that, I'm just going to say right now that I have tried something new over the past uh, five months or so. So over the past, past five months... Um, I have read three books at once. No, obviously not at the same time. Like, but I read a business book, I read a history book, and I read a fiction book. And I have seen benefits from doing that. In all honesty, reading the history book um gets me more. What's the word I'm looking for? It gives me a better perception of the world before I was born in the world that I'm currently in. It kind of, it relates to uh, the present day more than ever. And reading a business book, obviously it touches up on my business skills and um, all that fun stuff. But reading the fiction, some of you are like, why why read a fiction when you're reading history and business? But I, I personally love fiction books, especially because um, right now I'm reading Game of Thrones. I was a huge fan of the show and I decided to dive into the books. But the thing about reading fiction to me um, it, it makes my vocabulary better. I learn new words because fiction, especially Game of Thrones, there's a lot of words I don't know, a ton of words I don't know. And, and the, the lingo of it, how it's, um, how it's worded and all that fun stuff, there's, there's a lot to learn. And the way he, the way the author kind of constructs stories and stuff, it makes you a better storyteller when you read fiction because you're watching or you're reading from the best storytellers on planet Earth and kind of analyzing how they're writing their stories and you're picking up on their kind of the, the clues they're giving and you're like, Oh, how can I relate that to um, business or whatever I'm doing in life? And like, it, it can make me a better storyteller. Like I'm currently writing a fiction book myself because I just love fiction so much. And it's making me a better storyteller by reading these fictional books. And I'm learning those different words. I'm learning how to approach certain time periods by um, reading Game of Thrones, which has been incredible. But reading uh, history, so right now for my history book, I'm reading Guns, Germs, and Steel by Jared Diamond. And to be honest, it's it's so fascinating right now. It's super fascinating. Um, going into it, I didn't think I was going to like it that much. I was like, oh, it talks about like fruit and plants and stuff. Like, what the hell? Like, that sounds so boring. But once you get into the nitty gritty of it and you, you get you really dive in deep, you start to unpack 
everything that's ever happened with um, the domestication of fruit and animals and society. It's so fat. It's so fascinating. That book is in that book is that book is insanely good, and I recommend it to every single person listening to this episode right now. And basically, so um, the first half of the book talked about a little bit about past societies and some and how some of them failed and how some of them succeeded. And it also talked about the domestication of fruit and animals, which I had no idea it was that important to even current day. Like there was. I had I had zero idea that a lot of fruits were poisonous until humans domesticated them and made them not poisonous. Um, it, like for example, grapes used to be poisonous. Like every single grape used to be poisonous until something happened. And the crazy part is, the humans didn't even know that they were domesticating them and making those fruits non-poisonous anymore. It just kind of happened. They kind of just did it without knowing. And the other part was um, how birds. Um, also had a hand in making fruits or domesticating fruits because they would eat the fruits and then they would fly somewhere and they would, you know, relieve themselves and then it would go into the soil and it would plant like that, which is absolutely crazy to me. I had zero idea about any of that. It was completely fascinating. And, um, and then the fact about the animals, I had no idea how important domesticated animals were to life in general because humans could not survive we would not be here today without the the domestication of animals such like cows and sheep and all that stuff and dogs like because they had such a huge impact on how we went about things back in the day in terms of traveling in terms of um, producing food and crops and and getting water and all that stuff like they were absolutely massive to the human evolution and History is one of those things. You learn about all of those fascinating things. Like we wouldn't be the same human race today if we didn't have the domestication of fruit and animals. And just those tiny, two tiny things that no one really ever thinks about led to what we are today, which is, I keep saying the word fascinating, but it is fascinating. And just reading and understanding history as I've done more of it as I've learned more about history and just the importance of learning about it has really opened up my mind to everything that we've ever been through as a world, as a world as a whole, and just how humans work together. We all work together. Our ancestors worked together to make everything possible, domesticating fruit possible. They learned how to to, um, grow crops which led to us being here today and being able to listen to this podcast and for me to be able to produce this podcast and just all that, like the human nature, it's human nature in us to work together and that will never go away. It may look like a country is divide, divided, like completely divided, like nowadays in the United States, but history tells us that one day we'll all come together and work together again and not hate each other like like we do right now history always repeats itself that's what that's like one of those famous quotes and it's true it, it does repeat itself we're just in a a bad time right now but we'll work our way up and start working together again together again and move on and make ourselves better for this experience that we're currently living through right now 
and I just have um, my notes uh, open right now because I had some talking points I wanted to discuss. Um, so I talked about the good and the bad, or I mentioned how the good and bad of the of history, the past, and so past events occurred and. How, why did past events occur and how can they be prevented in the future? I think that's an extremely important question because uh, like those, the past events in terms of like war, like useless wars, how, why did those happen in the past and how can they be prevented in the future? Like that's something that I think we need to ask ourselves even nowadays with all these wars going on or there's not like a ton of wars, but there are wars going on that are kind of, suspect and i don't want to get into politics or anything obviously but that's something to keep in mind and i think one of the extremely extremely fascinating things is why some cultures and societies survived and others didn't and for example like the incas and aztecs why did those cultures die off and what i've learned so far in the book and you know i'm no expert about this obviously but what i've learned so far in the book is those cultures didn't survive because they didn't know how to write. Writing is one of the most important inventions, I guess you can call it an invention. It's one of the most important inventions in human history because it taught us how to communicate, communicate, and it'll eventually lead to numbers and doing arithmetic and all that fun stuff. But those societies, societies in general, uh, Incas and Aztecs and Mayans, they were late to the party for basically everything. They were kind of living years or centuries in the past compared to the old world. And the old world is Eurasia and uh, the Middle East, which was a more advanced in everything like technology and, and writing and food production. They were more advanced than the new world. And the new world was like North America and South America. And so once they came over here, from their respective lands, the old world, they already knew how to read and write. They knew how to, they had better technology. They had better weapons. They were able to defend themselves a lot better than the Incas, Mayans, and Aztecs, and Native Americans were. They, because they had the steel. And and they brought, one of the other things was like, the diseases back in the day. And how these diseases led to the disintegration of these cultures like the Incas, Mayans, and Aztecs. I, I think people, like me personally, I had no idea that disease was the main reason for these societies to kind of go extinct because the old world, when they came over to North America and South America, they brought diseases that the the new world had never experience before their, their immune system wasn't built up for the these diseases it didn't recognize these um uh these microbes these viruses that came from these individuals from the old world and therefore the body had no defense system against these and it just took millions and millions of these people uh it just killed off millions and millions of these people because their body didn't have a defense system against these these microbes and, and viruses and that's the re that's the main reason why these societies went extinct. It wasn't war. Obviously, there was war, but the the biggest killer was diseases, believe it or not. And because the the new world was behind in everything, behind in technology, behind in 
immune system, behind in food production, all of that. And once these uh, people from the old world came over here and diseases, these new diseases started making this way on shore, that's when people died off and then people started building immune to these diseases. And now, nowadays, the new world is a lot better off than what they were. That We've built up our immune systems to these diseases. We have vaccines. And it's completely crazy to think that disease was the, the main killer of all these societies that are now basically extinct. And I highly recommend this book. I'm going to keep saying that, but I highly, highly recommend this book to anybody interested in th that type of history and learning from that type of history. Um, it's, um, I'm trying, I'm looking at my notes again. And one of my favorite quotes that I've, I've seen about history in general is those who cannot remember the past are condemned to repeat it. And I don't think that could be more true than right now and, right now especially um just take business for example there's businesses have been around for ever uh since human race began and i'm talking about like the days of babylon that was like the first uh city in the world that was based in the middle east um if you haven't read the richest man in babylon i recommend that book as well it's very short and talks about um babylon the oldest city in the world and how they were the most advanced society, I guess you could call it, uh, back in the day. I think it was like over 10,000 years ago. And they were basically the first one to have uh, some form of currency, something like that. I, I don't remember. Don't, don't take my word on that. But Babylon um, really set up, really um, laid the groundwork for business and stuff because that's where traders were at their at their at their best or that's where traders i guess were kind of born that's where they sell sold wool from sheeps and stuff that's where they sold um you know clothing and food that's where they kind of learned sales and all of that fun stuff which then translated to other societies when people from other societies went to babylon they learned from them and then they went back to their societies and they started teaching their people about um business and oh you how to sell or how, what products to give to other people in exchange for a currency that is also fascinating as can be and i think here's the here's the part of the episode where i want to talk about how reading and understanding history leads to better business acumen um so you can learn from the past you can learn from the past economic moves you can you can learn how the economy works you learn how the economy works um you, you learn how it works better uh, what's the how do, how do i phrase this actually you learn you better learn how the economy works that's the way to put it actually you better learn how the economy works you can learn from past past uh history of how the economy works like why was there a recession why did the great depression happen and then you can kind of translate that to stocks and investing. Obviously, it's basically impossible to predict the stock market because no one in history ever has. But from reading, from reading about and learning about past economic crashes and economic booms, you can kind of see how it works and kind of um, 
implement that in your in strategies today of how to best set yourself up in the stock market and investing and all of that. And um, learn from history, you'll learn how technology works. You better learn how it was started. You better learn about the cultures that started it. Like, uh, believe it or not, the Middle East, um, Mesopotamia was the first, I think, if I'm remembering this correctly, it was like the first society to, it was the most advanced society at the beginning of the, I guess you could say, B.C., B.C. something, B.C. like 100 or whatever. Um, it was the most advanced society in the world at the time. They were ahead of every single other person, and that was, they were in the Middle East. I don't think people realize that the Middle East was basically where everything started at the beginning of, or before, or before Christ. And they were the ones that kind of invented their own technologies, invented farming technology, um, invented certain types of food production systems and which obviously leads to the more advanced technology that we see today like cars and um inter- internet and phones and and that type of stuff and i think oh, one of the things that fascinates me is learning about past business and cultural leaders and i'm talking about like cultural leaders like the incas and the mayans and the the aztecs and the spanish and um, past presidents. But I, I kind of want to focus on the Incas and Mayans and Aztecs again right now because all, all of them failed. They all, those types of leaders failed because they, because it wasn't, I guess you could say it was their fault because the new world was behind in terms of technology and immune system and food production, all that. They were, they were behind the Eurasian area the Africa, African area, Middle Eastern area, or as you as they call it, the Fertile Crescent. They were behind, so it wasn't really their fault. They didn't know how to write, they didn't know how to read, but the other, the New Old World did, and that led to the failure of the Aztecs, Mayans, and and Incas because they didn't have the knowledge to read and write and do math, and their weapons and technology was way behind. So it wasn't really the fault, but they failed. They failed because of the, they didn't have the, the right, I guess, you could, I guess you could say, um, they didn't have the right um, activity. They didn't have the right technology at their disposal. They didn't have anything to really work with and compete with these other societies, these other cultures, which led to their demise. And business today, if you're behind the eight ball, like if you're not marketing, if you're not posting on social media cons- consistently running ads, you're going to have the same fate as the Incas and Mayans, but albeit it won't be as severe as their fate going extinct as as like a as a race, I guess you could call it, or a culture. But you're going to kind of find yourself in the same way because marketing is the lifeblood. Marketing and sales is the lifeblood of a business, and that will never change. And basically the Mayans and Aztecs and Incas – didn't have a marketing and sales strategy, which led, it's an analogy, okay? They didn't have a marketing and sales strategy to compete with the people that did, the societies that did have a marketing marketing and sales strategy, which led to their demise. And that's same with business today. No wonder why so many businesses close in the first five years after opening or 10 years after opening, because they don't have that marketing and sales strategy, strategy that 
breeds a winning formula. And um, I want to finish off this episode talking about how human nature never changes. And it's true. It really does never change. No matter how much we try to make it change, it just never changes. Like I said um, earlier in in the episode, how humans always come back to help each other. Not all, obviously. Not everybody helps everybody. But eventually the majority of people will come around and work together to make things possible. And I, I would argue that even nowadays, even right now, when it seems like no one is helping each other, no one likes each other, we're still, the majority of us are still helping and working together. Just look at all these companies that have employees. They all work together to make that company successful. And before you know it, even more people are going to start working together to make things better. Especially in the United States with this country so divided right now. Just history tells us that that will not last. That we will eventually come around as a human race and start working together again. And kind of move on from this point in, in, in time. And go back to our roots and do what we do best, which is helping each other out. And, you know, understanding human nature and and history prepares you to act while others react. And that's a very, um, it's kind of a mouthful, that statement. Understanding both human nature and history prepares you to act while others react. Um, It kind of... I guess you could kind of sum that up as understanding both of those things prepares you or kind of gives you um, the the groundwork to understand how people are going to react before they react. I guess that's kind of how it's, how it's phrased or, or what it's getting at. And um, I kind of, yeah, I think that's, that's it. That's it. That's it for my notes. That's it for my bullet points. Now I just want to kind of uh, wrap up this episode. Alrighty, so thank you so much for tuning into this episode. I hope you got value out of it because I really did enjoy this, enjoy doing this episode. Um, history is so fascinating. And again, I highly, highly recommend checking out Guns, Germs, and Steel by Jared Diamond. It's on Amazon. It's pretty cheap. And uh, you can get a used one for very cheap. A used book for very cheap. Um, but yeah, just learning history is extremely important to biz- not only business, but just everything in general. And I hope you guys, you know, kind of start learning more about history. If Maybe you already do. You probably know more than me, some of you. And, you know, I'm going to keep learning, keep doing my thing, and uh, try to make my try to make myself a better version of myself every single day. So thank you again, and I will see you on the next episode.